Welcome to The Positive Voice, the podcast that empowers and uplifts through the power of positivity and authentic conversations. I'm your host, Coach Chef Kimberly Houston. I'm a transformational life coach and hope dealer, committed to guiding you on a journey to discovering your inner strength and unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll connect with inspiring guests, explore transformative stories, and share practical tips to help you lead a more fulfilling and positive life. So buckle up and get ready to be inspired because together we're about to embark on a life-changing adventure right here on the Positive Voice Podcast. Hey friends, let's have a conversation about motivation. It's going to get interesting today and I hope you have an open mind about what I have to tell you. Hey friends, this episode is intended to be a quickie, so let's see if we can keep it that way. So here's a thought. This is something that um, I came across this weekend and studying for final exams, and I'm also reading two books for pleasure uh, simultaneously while also writing several papers for school. And um, I made a Facebook post over the weekend where I was just kind of updating people on my life and talking about things that are happening, how I've you know purchased four new URLs um, since January 1st. It's now January 7th. So in the last seven days, um, I've essentially launched, you know, four new online real estate properties. And some of the stuff was already built. Some of the stuff wasn't, but I've been a little more focused and a little more determined lately to get things done. And so um, it's always interesting to me when people are like, you're really motivational. Um, You know, like you're, you're doing all these things, like it's so incredible. And I often just kind of sit and think about that. And I'm like, yes, I've, I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. (laughs) Like I've done a lot of work. Um, None of this happened overnight. None of it came just, you know, flying by the seat of my pants. And it made me really think about motivation. And so this is the new thought I want to offer. What if motivation is something you do, not something you have? So people think that I have a lot of motivation. Well, when I'm talking to clients, if my clients are depressed or have been clinically diagnosed as anxious or um, maybe they're autistic or there's something mentally happening that is not going to allow them to have the same level of motivation as me, I think that kind of limits the things that we can do. So what if What if, it's a thought, what if motivation is something you do, not something you have? If I don't have motivation, what if my why outweighs my why not? So for three months, for an unexpected three months, um, we were very, very fortunate and very, very blessed to be able to stay afloat while I was not working full time in my business. Yes, there was passive income coming in. There were some residual things coming in from like work over the summer. Um, you know, that that type of stuff was being paid 
on like a 60 to 90 day payout. Um, so there were, you know, residuals from like my book sales and stuff like that. So there, there were things, there were processes in place that allowed me to still bring in some income while my daughter was in the hospital. And then once we came home, um, I still wasn't really able to get back to work. And so once again, we were just really, really blessed, really fortunate to be able to make it. I, I know that that is not the norm. I'm very, very aware. Um, so now that uh, things are different, I don't want to say we're back to normal, but we're kind of back to normal, right? Like my son left um, and is performing in Pittsburgh. Um, Cherry is probably 98%, I won't say 100, but like 98% better. And we're, we're almost there. Like we have one more doctor's appointment and I think one more physical therapy appointment before they're like, all right, you're good. Um, and so now I find myself in a position where I need to be back working actively in my business. And so as I am working actively in my business, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to like, like I don't wake up in the morning and go, no, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. Like, no, I wake up and I'm like, okay, some things I need to get done today. (laughs) There's, there's, you know, papers that I still need to write for school. I have final exams coming up. Um, I need to make sure that I email this population of people. I need to make sure I've checked in on my coaching clients. I need to make sure that I'm giving, you know, enough love and support to my Facebook groups. I have like six of them right now. Um, I need to make sure that I am working on my affirmation decks. I need to make sure that I'm working on the children's book that uh, came to me while we were in the hospital for Cherry. I need to make sure that I am taking care of myself, that I feed us, um, that I'm drinking my water, right? Like all these thoughts bombard me first thing in the morning and then I tell them all to stop and I tell them all to wait. And then I categorize what is the most important thing for me to do. And in that moment, the most important thing for me to do is breathe. And that's where my motivation starts. It starts by me breathing and it starts by me breathing deeply and breathing slowly and giving my mind the opportunity to rest before we take off. And so I, even though I work in my home, right, um, like my studio is downstairs and my office is a couple of feet from the bed. And so I have had to get to the point of being like, okay, pretend like it's not. <laughs> like first thing in the morning, don't just like jump up and start doing stuff. Like really allow your body time to wake up. I don't wake up with an alarm clock. Um, Whatever time I get up, that's what time my body said we needed to get up. Some days that's 4 a.m. Some days that's 10 a.m. Some days that's 1 p.m. It doesn't matter. That's when my body wanted to get up. And so that's how we kind of roll. It's not that I'm not a morning person. It's that I'm not an alarm clock person. And so I don't set one because it puts me in a bad mood when I do. So I intentionally make all of our appointments in the afternoon. I know that I'll be up by at least 1 p.m. So all of our doctor's appointments are after 2 p.m., right? Like you do the practical things in your life that make sense. It's not me being motivated. That's me being strategic. And so I'm like, I wonder if other people 
think about their life in the manner of motivation is just what we do. Like I strategically plan out my day. Um, You know, I know how to use artificial lighting. So if I need to take photos in the evening, I can. Um, I've learned that I should write papers earlier instead of waiting till late at night. I used to think that being a night owl was great. And I realized my papers went faster and they were better if I wrote them in the morning. So if I ever wake up at 4 a.m., you best believe I'm writing a paper because they're so good Um, or a blog post. And so I set up my life in a way that the things that I need to get done, the things that I need to do, the things that are the most important, right? Those are the things that I attack. And then if other stuff doesn't get done, I'm not down on myself about it. It just means that today wasn't the day the universe wanted me to do it. And so I move on. I understand there are deadlines, but I'm my boss. So I strategically work my life with ease. I don't stress myself out about, oh, this has to be done by this and this and this and this. I don't do that, right? Like I'm manifesting a life of ease. I'm manifesting a life that is fulfilled. I'm manifesting a life where I'm not working 24 seven. So if I'm manifesting a life full of ease where I don't have to work 24 seven, I'm definitely not about to stress myself out about it. So what is your motivational process? What is your strategic plan? What are you doing? What tools can you add to your life that can make your life easier? One of my biggest issues was I got really, really behind in school while Cherry was in the hospital. It was just entirely too difficult to keep up with the course load while also taking care of my child. And so my professors have been incredible. Um, and they were just like, just turn it in before finals. And I was like, okay. But that meant I started class six weeks into the quarter. We have to do a minimum of three papers a week. So that meant I was already in the red 18 papers. Y'all, I study psychology. I study positive psychology and existentialism. Um, writing 18 papers about humans and why humans do the things they do. Uh, that's that's no easy feat. N- nope, it's not. <laughs> Imagine your philosophy class from college and your psychology class from college plus creative writing. And, and that's what I do every week. And so for the last four weeks, I've been trying to catch up because the end of the semester is this week. And so one of my classmates was like, hey, why don't you try it? She was like, what's your biggest issue? And I was like, I'm great writing, you know, one of my papers. It does not bother me. Boom, I can wake up and write it. Another paper is more applied things. And so I just talk about what I do in coaching. That's easy for me too. But these real deep philosophical papers, man, they are really hard. And I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. And she was like, I'm going to send you my outline. She's like, you're going to answer three questions per paragraph. You're going to answer nine questions total. And it's going to write all of your papers. Y'all, mind blowing. When I say I have been able to knock out these papers following these three questions over and over again. If I have to have three concepts, I ask three questions per concept. As long as I stick to simply answering the question, my papers essentially write themselves. 
My whole life changed. Like my whole life changed. And at this point, I'm almost caught up, right? And I was like, wow, just putting in a new process, being open to a new thought, being open to the universe, showing me you don't have to struggle. You keep asking me for a life of ease, but you keep doing things the way you've always been doing them, expecting a different result. Yep, I felt that one too. You can't keep doing the stuff you've been doing and think that things are going to change. So if you want to incorporate having more motivation in your life, think about your why. Why are you doing this? Like, like what is the end goal? What is your end result? And then turn everything into a little mini project. And then each mini project, you can break it down into whatever the strategic plan is to execute it. That's all it is. And I know that sounds easier said than done. And it it sounds a little oversimplified, but isn't it? If we really just think about our lives, isn't it as simple as doing something different? Isn't it as simple as telling the universe, I'm open to seeing things differently. I'm open to unexpected gifts from the universe. I'm open to you showing me a new way to do this and to do it with ease. Ask the universe for what you want. And once you start doing that, you will realize that you get more work done. That you get more sleep at night, that you have more time to yourself because you've manifested a life of ease because you were open to trying to do things differently. So hopefully this was still under 15 minutes as a cute little quickie podcast. Um, I hope this helped so that you don't feel like, you know, some people are more motivated than others. I think some people just have better plans than other people. So as opposed to being uh, overwhelmed or really, really consumed by the thoughts in your head, You can just go, okay, wait, what's the most important thing for me to get done today? And then continue to come back to that thing until you get it done. If even if as in its simplest form, I need to make the bed. If you just need to make the bed, you just continue to come back to it. Even if you make the bed and you pull the sheets off. Okay, cool. But I still got to make the bed. Or now I got to vacuum the floor. Okay, but I got to make sure the bed is made. Oh, but now I've cleaned my entire room up and I've done all these other things, but my bed is still not made. I have to make the bed. Like that's the number one priority today. I have to make the bed. Figure out what your thing is. Because at the end of the day, as long as that bed got made, everything else was a bonus. And that's how I started this process. That just, that's what worked for me. Um, And it continues to work. So pick your thing. One, two, max, three things are super, super important that must be done within the day. And then set up a plan to get that done and go execute it. Everything else after that, it can wait. It might not even be that important, honestly. It'll be okay. You can woosah. Your motivation is not waning. It's all good. Just imagine a new thought that motivation is something you do, not something you have. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's episode of The Visionary Catalyst with your host, Coach Chef Kim. I am so appreciative of you guys listening. I want to let you know there's a new website. VisionaryCatalystConsulting.com is up and running. On that site, you will be able to connect with me if you would like to join my monthly coaching group. Uh, we do all things mindset as well as building passive and active income streams for women in business. Um, and so that 
that group is only $97 a month if you would like to join us there. In addition, you can see blog posts on how to change your mindset, how to have a new thought, choose a new thought, things of the sort. You can definitely connect with me on Instagram at thevisionarycatalyst.com. I'm sorry, not .com, just the Visionary Catalyst. Um, or you can connect with me at I am Kimberly Inese on Instagram. In addition, you can also now connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Coach Chef Kim. Until next time, stay sweet, loves. Well, friends, we've reached the end of another inspiring and uplifting episode here on The Positive Voice. Thank you so much for joining me today and for being an integral part of our vibrant community. Remember, your journey doesn't end here. We're in this together, and we're always excited to hear your stories, your thoughts, and your suggestions for future episodes. Before we say goodbye, be sure to follow or subscribe to The Positive Voice on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed our time together today, we truly appreciate it if you could leave us a review or share the podcast with a friend who might need an extra dose of positivity in their life. To stay connected and get the latest updates, follow us on social media and visit our website at thepositivevoicepodcast.com. We can't wait to have you join us again next week for another empowering conversation. Until then, keep shining your light, embrace your inner strength, and let your positive voice be heard. Take care and see you soon.